Are you done? I uh, no, no, no. Fuck. God, no, I'm shit. just getting fucking started. Call me Damon, cause this angst train is just fucking firing up in the station. Woo What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. Hot D edition. Nice. Yeah, I know. Nice. I know. I'm Nate. The one with the hot D over here is Zach. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me again. I'm Zach. Welcome. I'm the one with the hot D. If you've joined us before, normally we're reading A Storm of Swords, but lately we've been enjoying the new content, because... The fandom's on fire with new television. And the content's fucking great. And the content is fire. That's all. And blood. And blood. And blood. Ooh, yeah. drawing it back. Uh, there's not much housekeeping at the top. We're still working on some stuff, blocking stuff out. We can say thank you to our new patron. 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 Chase, thanks for thanks for patronizing and for your wonderful condensed email of inductees. So thank you, Chase, and welcome to the Patreon. I needed a new novel. Enjoy that. (laughs) Enjoy the uh, sample chapters from Winter Winter and some new 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 stuff on the horizon. We promise. But let's get into Hot D. Yeah, so the Dragon. This this episode we focused on episode three, House of the Dragon, second of his name. And shit, if it's not a banger... It's a banger. It's so good. The best one yet, in my opinion. So we open with, uh, I'm assuming, uh, a Valerian foot soldier who's... Well, the Valerian boat's on fire first. Right, with the sigil burns. And that's so cool. Super fucking cool. But yeah, the Stepstones is a fucking shit show, and it's it's a great, great opening scene with the huge ship on fire, and they're looting, and yeah, there's a foot soldier of one of the... Valerian allies getting nailed by yeah being crucified by dickhead crab crab feeder crab feeder Dre, uh Drehar there it is it always escapes me yeah and he's basically talking mad shit and then sees Damon flying hot and <gasps> my prince right like I feel attacked because this guy is me like I'm just beat down by life and then I'm finally like oh sweet someone's gonna help oh no okay nah just kidding yeah and yeah he gets so crushed good. crushed by the dragon landing it wasn't a surprise I, I felt like there was it was gonna happen that's a metaphor folks <laughs> if we didn't know we're right off hot starting with people being crushed under dragon's feet I, I just don't know what that could possibly yeah, mean yeah so we get some sweet Caraxes footage here yeah I it's, love the, it's dope him like trying to warm him he, out yeah and, and he's like just what is that I don't even know how he's stomping fucking gross. just cross, crushing his way through the beaches here and there's it's just smoke and fire everywhere Lighting and shit up and he's got his and they showed like the the ferocity of like the flame because yeah. it straight up annihilates the guy to where it's just his left basically nice. and nice. like yeah it's so cool that it just like liquefies them basically that's how fucking hot it is and it's it's so and then yeah we get the great shot of drehar watching the devastation yeah. as the line of flame goes in and front Damon of him calls him in out. that cave in that position is basically what we get him in for the duration the entirety of this episode which is really cool because that's just a symbology here of damon not because this is also where damon gets takes an arrow and in the breastplate, yeah, and it hurts, so it shows his vulnerability, and they retreat, and it's it's just such a good setup for the end of the episode. But yeah, they get caught in a little bit of a trap there, and 
have all the archers. But we down. we go we go back back to King's Landing because we'll there's a, a few years. feast going, and I think it's real interesting that the opening shot is on two dead pigs. One may want to potentially just call them boar. And it immediately, uh-huh. on our second watch, made me think of the boar that got Robert and how he wanted, you know, people to feast it, eat the fucking thing. This episode thing. could basically be called Bobby B Vibes. Yeah, this and... is Bobby B Vibes hard throughout this episode. And I'm doing it right now. Shout out at the top to my main fucking man, Patty Constance, mm. because I am all about Viserys. He's got my episode. lips. I, He's got your your nose too, my lord. He's got my the eyes. Facial also, facial expressions. The how done he is with the Lannister twins is one of my favorite fucking things in existence. So I'm the moron that only now, recently, like today, learned. The Lannister twins are played by the same... Oh, God, cat attack. Cat attack. Oh, Lamy, boy. get down. Get out of here, Lamy. Sorry, our, the cat the just traced across the table. Uh, the Lannister twins are played by the same dude. Yeah. It's not actual twins. Yeah. It's just one guy. Yeah. Just And so him coming at you with those two different vibes is so much fun knowing that it's the same guy and just seeing his his spectrum of skills but yeah Alicent is pregnant again and two years have passed since the last episode we learned so little baby Aegon is now two and he is very quickly delighting the realm lol so this is the Aegon that I'm sure they'll follow fire and blood and he'll be called Aegon the Elder once we start getting further in 100% he's gonna be losing an eye and all sorts of fun goodness so yeah this Aegon uh, this is probably the only time that this Aegon will be likeable does Aegon lose the eye or does Aemond lose the eye oh it's Aemond right I think it's okay, Aemon. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, we're wrong. Who knows? One I, of those two loses. You read eye. Fire and Blood much more recently than I did, but yeah. So two years have passed, and essentially, uh, we get this great scene too with Otto and his brother. Yeah. Where his brother is leaning heavy on him, and he's like, you know, about that succession, you know, about that succession, about it's that succession. It's a great day because two and years. It, just, it does so good to make, as we discussed when we were watching it, it makes Otto not this just little finger villain because he we see now that he's getting leaned on by his family as well he's getting leaned on by other high towers to make them royalty that that their house royalty by Alicent her son becoming king and so right. it's it's a house power play it's not just auto and i thought it was a little it was tiny cuz i missed it on the first i didn't catch the brother exchange yeah, i yeah, just yeah. thought it was some you know some nobody just some dude and it, it was just real interesting. So I really liked that little bit, kind of humanizing Otto a little bit. But Viserys wants to know where the fuck Rhaenyra is. Where's Rhaenyra? And, like, it's so great because he literally at one point becomes John fucking Travolta in the, yeah, the no, gif of looking here? around. Oh, is she over where, there? Like, she's... Is she, she's nowhere. And we find that Rhaenyra is out at the Godswood. Now, I mentioned it on Twitter I'm not going to pretend that I wasn't a fool and I didn't shout out in excitement thinking that the bard was You are convinced it was mushroom. I was so yeah, excited. And, and, and I, I, like, I was like, not, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, not grotesque enough. Right, he's like, not. He's, he's not, not nearly. And obviously, Allison refers to him as Samwell. But, you know, Rhaenyra just hit fucking repeat on, on the CD player. Right, she got is, her iPod right. on shuffle of one song. my skin. <laughs> Yeah, she's angsting out at the Godswood, and it's great because she's just reading. And the, you know, the Sam Samwell the Bard wants to stop, but she's like, "Nope, again, the same song from and, the top." And his little fingers hurt. Yeah, but we get Queen 
Allison, and like, my God, the girl is owning this fucking role. But there's a little power exchange of dismissing the bar. It's so and... cool because I really like the way the bard, when she walks in, the bard stands up, your grace. And Rhaenyra's like, yeah, I didn't tell you to stop. I didn't hit pause. Right. Start it again. Yep. Start and it over now. Because yeah. now I missed the best part. I got to listen to the lead up again. You, it can't just jump right in. You have to have the And pull. right, Allison's like, no, 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 no. Like, you can you can go, Samwell. And Rhaenyra's like, no, the princess orders you to stay. And that's when Allison's like, the queen is telling you to leave the fucking godswood right now. And, of course, he's going to listen to the queen. Has to. And then they get into it a little bit where... Essentially, Allison's like, you know, we're going on the hunt. It's going it could be fun. Your and, presence is requested. Right. And Renera asks, Did the king order? And Allison's like, Yeah, but like we want you and she's like, Well that she of says, course your grace. It doesn't have to be that way. It's so None sad. of this has to be that way. <laughs> and she like poor Allison, like you definitely She's trying. Because she you we have to keep in mind that she also is a girl of ten and seven. And isn't, uh, maybe she's a little old, I forget what they did for the aging Right. Year, but she's about the same age as Rhaenyra. Yeah, I, on the second watch, I was more attuned, in, in tune with that, where, like, she's been queen, man, and, like, pumping out kids, and she doesn't have, like, a bestie either. Right. Now, and, like, it's, it actually is really sad, and I like the way they're kind of portraying Alicent as, like, because she's one of the biggest advocates for Rhaenyra's right, claim in right. this Right, right, and you'll see that she keeps defending Rhaenyra. And so it. Rhaenyra's like, fine, if the king fucking orders it, let's go. And so uh, they they get we get the first like, Road the, great, the great shot right of the carriage coming away from King's Landing. And the if you hear scary scratching, it's because Lamy the cat decided he needs to tear the wall apart if he's not yeah, on the episode. Yeah, he's being crazy tonight, I guess. And so. We get the great establishing shot, and the shots in this episode are fucking gorgeous. phenomenal. Absolutely I will gorgeous. fight anyone who says that this episode isn't just a masterpiece of cinematography as well because of the, the fucking shots, man. I can But then we get them all in the carriage. Yes, the family road trip. That's <laughs> awkward as fuck. And I couldn't help but, like, there is such... I, I'm sure we've both seen it. The medieval fun time land with... Like Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, the yeah, show, yeah. like that was just the whole vibes of like <laughs> this whole trip to the yep, the, the, yep. the little festival. Because of course, Viserys is like, ah, oh, we're all gonna, he's, yeah, he's we're gonna have a great time. So jovial, and then you're gonna be, you know, popping out a kid soon too, anyway. Yeah. Know? So and, the the discussion basically turns towards Rhaenyra getting married and how she's expected, she's of age, and oh, Zach almost <laughs> died. So. I don't know if that's because of a joke I didn't make or because you thought of a point. Nope. Oh, you just swallowed your drink wrong. Never mind. He's just a dipshit. So they turn the... T- <laughs> that one's because of a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, I lost where yeah, I was you at. Did. So uh, Allison makes a, a comment here that Aegon came out real easy. It's not that bad. Don't worry about it, Rhaenyra. Your mom's a bitch for dying that way. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, dude. And... Again, I meant it was with, like good intentions. She was right. trying to be Rhaenyra's friend, where her dad's being we'll be her prego, dad. We'll be prego friends it's, together. It's not like, that. Yeah, right. it's gonna be great. The, the days are long, but like you know, once they're out, oh, they're right. out. Your mom died in childbirth because right. your dad forced right. her to have a kid that she didn't want to have. Like, oops. And so that we get them pulling in, and it's just fucking phenomenal. The tents amongst the woods, like this is the royal hunt that we deserve. And it's it's amazing. Like people are applauding because 
Prince Aegon and Otto's brother announces the the prince as they step out. And, and we get to meet during this time the the Strongs are also in the little montage. We get to see I think we see Jason. Jason Lannister. I love Jason. He cracks me Jason. up, dude. He's he I think is very much akin to Creighton Longbow. Mm-hmm. Just this pompous, like, full bravado. Like, shut the fuck up, Jason. I love it. It's great. But, yeah, we get to meet uh, C. We don't really meet them yet. Harwin and the club. Foot. Right, right, right. Uh, so that's really cool as well. But, yeah, the the stepping off of the Targaryens out of the carriage and the high towers greeting them. And then you had pointed out, because Otto comes walking out of his tent and just starts slow clapping. Like, yeah. he's like, I'm a part of this. Look at me contributing to this. It's the literally society. one of my D&D villains. Like, it's, it's 100% yeah, so like good. the bad guy clap of like, yes, I must be seen clapping as the hand and supporting this, right, but it's my right. fucking grandson that's about to be king. Suck it, bitches. And it's While Rhaenyra says, I'm going to just stay in the car for a little while. Yeah. She doesn't want to get out of the car. She's got her headphones in. She's good. And then she does eventually enter, and we get this, like, great tent shot where they're they're inside this pavilion, and it reminds me of the brothel scenes from the original series with, like, Littlefinger's brothel. These intimate cloth sort of covered. A lot of the Dothraki scenes as well, which is But I fucking love the vibe. It's so great. Just there's so much to look at. Right, the girls are over girling out. Yeah, they're the, chit-chatting. They're just, that, that looks like a good time. The the men are over war-talking and mansplaining things to each other, so that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, cool. there's some fun little fire and blood bits that are dropped about, you know, Lady Joanna. And then they get onto the subject of claim, of course, and Rhaenyra, or the Stepstones, sorry, and Rhaenyra basically shits all over. I think it's Lady Merriweather. And yeah, like, so how, she, how would you have us aid by eating more fucking So right cake? before we got in there, um, Clubfoot, Strong there, goes wandering in and asks to join the ladies. Right, And right that's going to be important because I believe, I want to say he holds <laughs> Master of Whispers uh, eventually. He's right. on one of the councils. I can't like, confirm that. I can't either right now, which is sad because I did just read the book, but we'll look into it. So... After the girly talk, Rhaenyra goes outside and confronts... Well, is well she conf- goes talked to... Uh, right, no, that's after right, this. Right, yeah, because she, she's confronted by the long-haired Lannister, Jason. Oh, you met my brother. I mean, he's all right, but he's a little bit dry. This scene, dude. Dry. Rhaenyra wants none of it, clearly. So I, I said that he's a fuckboy. He's oh, the fuck. 100%. He comes up behind her like he's the fuckboy teaching the girl how to play pool, and he's like, imagine looking out from Standing my castle. Standing on the walls of Castle oh. Rock and looking across the Sunset Sea. Yeah, dude. It starts geez. talking about how they're they're building dragon pits as we speak. Yeah. And she's like, uh... Why do you need dragon pits? What would Rock? you need a dragon pit for? Well, for when you're my wife and I have your dragons. What? Yeah, nah. nah. So she fucks off. She hands him the wine back. And she's like, okay, see ya. And goes to find her father. And is like, so you're just trying to fucking shovel me off. And they get... Viserys absolutely loses his cool here and goes a little ballistic yelling and saying that she needs to marry and no one's above tradition. And Otto steps in because he realizes that Excuse is me, your grace. making a fool of himself because yeah, everyone is watching. He did play watching. the part of the hand fairly well there by 
interrupting at a good time that it needed to be cut off so that they could tone it down. And by saying, you know, there's been a sighting of a white right. hair. Ooh, or a white well, heart. She, he finishes yelling at Rhaenyra beforehand, before he... Oh, right, right, He's right, like, right. you'll, you'll you marry, marry him to it when I should. Well, so what's up, bro? And then, yeah, tells him, there's uh, been a white heart. A white heart, which is a great omen on Prince Aemon's. On a name day. So Rhaenyra's like, fuck this noise, runs out, gets on a horse, Arya Stark style, and just dips the fuck out. Of course, Kristen notices, follows, and then we get more great shots of the woods, of the fucking woods, and I love the woods. It's I so like great. that, similar to episode one, where we got a lot of Danny uh, comparisons. She's riding out on a silver horse mm-hmm. out of this camp. And yeah, Kristen and... Because again, it's three years later, right, so much they've more had that time familiar. to grow more as a a group of friends, you know. Because he's been protecting her, and I'm so excited for Crispy's t- turn to evil man. Yeah, they they he ends up catching her, and they're beside this lake, which I love. The we were talking, yeah. About let's it talk well. about the, the, the widening of the Kingswood and actually making it the the size and and the. Just the scale it the needs scale to be, because right. you know the what we got from the Kingswood. I mean, it's not to say that it was ever told that really it was small, but anything. we didn't see any right. of it. We didn't know that it was large enough to to hold a, a whole bandit brotherhood in its, you know. And right, and they downplayed even Robert's hunt because it was, you know, it was him and the Kingsguard and everything. Like it was a much smaller ordeal in, in, the the, show. in the original yeah, yeah, series yeah. and so it's just it was this is nice to see and the the kings like oh, i love the shots of the kings but yeah they they rain up and they're discussing and she says that my father's trying to shove me off on jason lannister and Kristen has the great line you want me to kill him you which kill is him? just so good uh, so adorable it's fucking their friendship is adorable terrifying. Right here. and then we cut back to the party. The, Jason! And yeah, Viserys is getting drunk. Your Grace! Which again is sort of the Bobby B vibes of him just chilling up in this big chair with a fucking goblet. And yeah. He, and yeah, Jason Lannister. With Ooh. this this ornamental spear that was made for, for the kill, he hopes. I wanted to present this to you. And let me tell you what an honor it would be to bring your princess to my castle where she won't feel as bad about her lowering in station yeah Viserys is like excuse me yeah my boy Viserys man he's he because the whole episode the whole point is that he's been doubting since Aegon's been born whether or not this was the right decision based on the prophecy he had not really anything else he's tripping out about the prophecy Viserys is a prophecy guy so he had a vision himself if for those who are he's a dreamer he saw a his son Aegon being crowned king and then that's what led him to forcing Emma to have more and more children, even after all her stillbirths. Right. And then and he thought he was just an idiot. And so that's why he named Rhaenyra his heir. Never did he think that he would end up having another son. And now he's realizing, oh, shit, how is the kid going to be crowned king right. if I've named her and what? So he, but he gets pissed here at Jason for suggesting it and mentions, you know, treason and rebellion and that Jason is supposed to report it. And Jason's like, no, 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 that's not Jason's tripping over his feet at this point. He doesn't know what the fuck to do about it. And then Viserys is like, you know, I didn't name her on a whim. Like, this is, this is the way it is. And so you better start fucking getting in line. And then thanks him for the gift. And Jason fucks off. And then we get this slow, because Otto comes up and he's like, 
Hey, <laughs> what up, your grace? And he, they, you know, they discuss nothing. And then Otto's like, ha, the real reason I'm here, though. So, Rhaenyra. Right. Marriage. And eventually, Otto proposes one of the better ideas. I... I mean, it's it's Otto being a piece of shit in the history of Targaryens. It would make sense because they they do, and brother to sister, cousin, things like that. And so he does. He, he suggests Rhaenyra and Aegon marry. Rhaenyra would never hear of it at this point because she'd be fucking livid about that shit too. And that's how Viserys takes it. And he tells him like, "We're fucking done with this now. End it, Otto." And Otto's like, "My bad. We're done. Peace." Yeah. yeah, knee ups and outs. So we get this great pull out as Viserys steadily gets drunker. Yeah, we. You said that he's he's disassociating. Up yeah, there he, and just seeing the time lapsing around him while he's just getting shitty. Yeah, he he doesn't really. He it's that you know the 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 crowd around him goes to a dull roar and. It's just really interesting to see him struggling with it. And Lionel. And then Lionel, right? Lionel's the final conversation, and Lionel tells him true, because even Viserys is like, let me guess, Venera should marry your son. And he's like, ah, you honor me, but no, I again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Valerians. Just like three years ago when I told you, Valerians is a Lenor. This is the one that she ends up actually going through with, is marrying Lenor, who is gay. And he is the badass that we'll talk about a little later on hey, in the right episode. smoke. And he, he, he's, uh, all right, thanks, I appreciate your counsel. And I think that Lionel's one of his only actual Yeah, well, Lionel, no, he gives counsel. him, like, a very solemn pat on yeah. the shoulder as he walks by, where even Lionel can clearly see that, like, Viserys is dealing with some shit. Because he, like, pulls a real bro move and reminds him that even Jaehaerys' uh, kids were like, fucking Like, even rampant. during the, the long good reign of good king Jaehaerys and good queen Allison. Allison? Allison. Yeah, I don't know why I questioned myself on that one, but... That even he drove himself nuts over thinking about his kids. And he, you know, threw a jab at the, the girls and said especially the, the girls drove him particularly crazy. But So then we're back in the, the Kingswood with Sir Kristen and Rhaenyra. And Rhaenyra is asking whether or not he thinks anyone would ever accept her reign. And he gives her some advice, you know, best he can. And till the horses start nickering. Right. And... He gets Bobby Bean. He, but he so has armor. I I mentioned during the episode he had to get away from the fire because he's already crispy <sighs> enough. Fucking Christ! And Zach loved it. You're a dumb. Fuck. But yeah, he gets fucking yeeted across this clearing by the boar, who then charges straight to the princess and starts trying to maul her. But she bites him off with her bare hands, laying on like until Kristen comes running up. Almost and, takes out her eye. Yeah, he, he, he dog there, her. Kristen, and then yeah. Rhaenyra loses her absolute gourd and starts stabbing the shit out of it, which is a... The girl needed to get right. out some aggression. A cathartic release, for sure. Good, Good for you. Then we get one of my favorite scenes of so. the episode, which is Viserys standing in front of an enormous fucking bonfire, and Alicent comes up. Alicent? I forget her name off the top of my head right the now. Actress. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recall. She fucking kills it this episode. Yeah. Viserys is obviously drunk and stewing and she asks him what's wrong and he tells her of having the dream not not all, all most of my family are dragon riders. Not all of them were dreamers and that's a 
real fun fucking line to throw in there. And he, yeah, confesses that he had a dream of his son Aegon coming out with the Conqueror's crown. And and then we know that would also allude probably to the bigger, the Song of Ice and Fire prophecy that right. he knows is a Targaryen. And right, he always thought that that was him. And that's every Targaryen that's done dumb shit. I gorged on grief at Summer Hall. And it's Need that I'm I'm the I'm the one. It's me. It's my line. It's my blood. It's and so he thought he fell victim to that trap, and then named Rhaenyra because like fuck it, the line's got to continue and let's do it. And then all of a sudden, here's this little baby boy, and he's he asks her, "What if I was wrong?" And it's just that that's the crux of Viserys. She kind of reassures him though in that moment as well. Like, no, you're good. Don't worry about it. And so it's. Again, I think a little bit of her, she's thinking he's a little wine drunk. And absolutely. like, all right, you're great. Whatever I can do to get you to settle. But again, I just think it's showing that Allison, regardless of what comes when, you know, the the greens and the blacks make their split, she's not a vengeful girl from the beginning. Not she wasn't yet. this hateful, vicious, mean person or anything like that. She was a sweet friend to Rhaenyra who got caught up in politics and was forced into situations she didn't want to be in and then now she's gonna make the best of it by killing everybody so a stag is eventually found and viserys approaches and upon approaching discovers that it's not the white it's a shit brown one it's well i mean it's still a noble stag but it's yeah right it's a brown stag and it's ridiculous this hunting is an absolute joke where it's men doing it for you and, and then tying this thing up basically and holding it he walks up and of his course handed his Jason gives him the golden spear for the kill. And he goes up and then the guy's pointing right here, your grace. And he still misses it. And of course, I mean, right, he he botches his first attempt like he always does, you know. It's it's Viserys, <laughs> like he just he can't get it right first. And then has to stab it again and the stag dies and symbology, symbology, hopes and dreams dying, all that. And then they all applaud him. Well done, Your Grace. You stabbed that helpless animal very good. Very, very well. Twice. Once. I mean, the first one wasn't that great, but... Yeah, and just showing what a mockery these hunts are for the the royal line. Then we get Rhaenyra riding back into camp, yeah. dragging the dead Well, boar. no, we get Rhaenyra up on the fucking cliffside Oh, right, right, that's right. And they're returning to getting camp. Getting ready to right, return yeah, to yeah, camp. Yeah, they're watching the camp. And yeah. then they get approached by the actual White Hart. Hey. Now, the white, a White Hart is very symbolic of uh, royalty, of divine days, you know. So it, it showing up to her is more of a... You're, you're kind of the right one. You were the right. You're, you're royal. The chosen you're one. the actual heir. You should be the one that. And Sh- Crispy gets ready to go and take it out with his sword, and Rhaenyra calls him off. She's like, No, 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 let it. Yeah, it's let pretty. Um, it's a pretty bold move with the showrunners to actually paint Rhaenyra as a more chosen chosen by the gods over anyone, which I think is important for especially Viserys, who clearly takes a lot of stock in his. The visions, prophecies, omens, Signs, images. So right. if, yeah, if this, if she were to were to have killed it, or was to able to prove in any way that it appeared before her and Christie, then the, I think that it would have gone a long way to 
doing what Otto doesn't want to happen and give her more more claim. Yeah, but her dad took her iPhone, bro. So she yeah, couldn't she could snap t- a selfie. No Snapchat. So, right, the bloody, awesome-looking Rhaenyra drags this boar behind her back into camp, and the song that's playing here just absolutely ruffles my jibblies in yo, the best yo. of ways. We get to see <laughs> Harwin Strong start out just kind of in amazement, and then he gets this almost animalistic, um, I think me and you going to ravage each other in bed one day look on his face. And I'm pretty sure he's unfeathering a chicken in his hand. So he's sitting there staring at her with this gross look on his face of let's fuck while choking a chicken. Yeah, you're you're on it this episode, man. I mean, there's a lot of little things I can't. So, I didn't put them in the show. We're back in King's Landing, and there's a screaming fucking child. Take it. And so, little screaming Aegon's taken out to give Allison some time, and here comes fucking Daddy Dearest, who, of course, is here to try to coerce her into coercing, coercing Viserys into naming Aegon heir. We got through it. We're there in the end. And so, she's essentially, this is where she kind of makes starts making it known that Rhaenyra would make a good queen. Like, and, and what? I'm going to raise my son to steal his sister's birthright? Like, nah. And, of course, the patriarchy will will rule because Otto is he like, gets it's very, Aegon yeah, that's getting his very birthright Tywin stolen. Here. And the gods and men declare the law. You are my daughter. Women suck. And then we're... We're down to the Stepstones. Down the to the steppies. war front. Where we get a little war council. Well, little... we get the 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 shot, the 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 the, the wide shot oh, of the the, the boats two passing different through. like islands. Yeah. And fuck. So me. the stepstones are like an uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The arch- archipelagos, Arch- where it's like a cluster of islands down there, and at least in the book, there's a couple where the, you know that are larger than others, where there's actual like a town or two here and there. Not even a town, more like a little village set up. By like Drehar, so I really like this seeing this visual where it's like you can see that they're set up on opposite big islands with these little rocky things in the middle, and we just see these uh, catapults launching these fucking right, flaming balls. Right, there's some ships and Damon on his dragon over there fucking shit up, and yeah, they're lobbing some shit back, and then we see the collection of men, and we zoom in on Corlys and his family. Lenor and his other brother there. Yeah, his brother, but I forget his brother's name right now. Vaynor? Is it Vaynor? Valor? Valor, something. Something like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're basically trying to figure out what the fuck to do. They have a bold, bold plan, but it basically requires one idiot to run in and... Did we mention the letter that was in... The that that Allison read that was from oh no we did not that was no. from yeah that uh, right that Cor- scene first. so Corley's sent the letter Corley's brother had sent the letter to the king requesting aid because they're fucking losing and Allison talked him into it right, by finally that saying scene after the hunt finally Viserys is back wine right because we, we mentioned it was after uh, after her conversation with Otto it right. goes into the conversation with the king and Allison right where she mentions you expect her to bring up Rhaenyra and the claim going to Aegon but instead it turns to why aren't you sending aid to your brother and Viserys worries that it's going to be because it makes him look weak and this and that which is shit that Otto had said Mm -hmm. to him 
And really, that was just them hoping that Otto uh, or that Damon and Corley's gets themselves killed down there, so that way they don't have to worry about them anymore. And instead, Rhaenyra talks him in. Uh, not Rhaenyra. Allison talks the king into sending the help. He says, "She says, let me ask you one question. Then, is it better for the Seven Kingdoms for the crab feeder to live, or for him to be vanquished?" And then we get the the cut into that right. sick ass. Well, scene. plus Viserys, no, like because it's when he's talking to Rhaenyra that he first hands off some paper. Saying, oh yeah, he calls her into the king. You know, give, yeah. get, send this immediately Duh. to put this in Prince Damon's hand, and then Rhaenyra comes and um and enters at his call, and he essentially breaks it down and says, because she she goes off saying, "You're trying to marry me off," and. Like you said, people are coming to scavenge on my bones because everyone knows you're going to name Aegon as your heir. Just, everybody fucking knows it. Lord Jason knows it. All of them. And he says, you misjudge me. Like, I, I have no intent of doing that. I want you wed because I want you happy and, you know, yada, 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 yada. But he essentially is going to let her choose and find a match for herself, one that she likes, one that she and he doubles okay down that. that he's not unnaming her as his heir. Yeah, it's it's actually a really well done, well acted moment between these two, and it's it's a nice little to set things off on where we're going. And then yes, okay, now we're back in this episode. Back with to the episode. All the fun stuff, and yeah, there's some talk of dissension. Clearly, Damon is being Damon, and people aren't fucking happy yeah, about so it. Corley's brother is is not pleased. He says, you know if. Damon's own troops don't listen to him. Why the fuck should we? And Valid. then Coralise is like, "Yo, don't don't you be speaking a mutiny in my fucking. Mm-mm. Mm. We don't do with that." And then Corexes comes in. Yeah. Damon lands, struts over to the war council, and then just fucking stares at everybody for like a good solid two minutes, just cause. And then, thank God, this note come, this message comes because I don't think he would have stopped staring at. I them. think they would have preferred him staring at them though, because he he reads that Aegon's going to send help. Aegon, Viserys is going to send help, and troops and ships. Damon doesn't doesn't like that. He's been here three years losing a war, and now they decide to send help. So he's he's pretty not okay with it. Yeah. So he shows that. By smashing the messenger's face in with a helmet. Shit happens. Yeah, sure. You know, don't shoot the messenger. And apparently that's also in. the green light for Damon, because that means all systems go. So they were mentioning beforehand that they had a plan, but it would require bait. Right, that's what I said. Some crazy motherfucker to run in, and who would do that? And oh. one of them actually does name Damon, but that's when he's like, Ah, oh, if King's Landing won't help, why should we? Right. And so, yeah, all systems go. So Damon then... It goes as petty as he possibly I like, can. I really like the way they do it because we get him rowing and the music starts kicking in, which the the soundtrack this episode was fucking insane. And we get the the voiceover of Viserys' letter, essentially, of him saying, you know, I don't want to see you lose in your venture and, you know, I will pray to the gods nightly. And we get these great cuts of just Damon just rowing in the intensity of his in his eye of the message pissed him off. And that's what's so great is... The message is all good news. It's all, you know, I right. do care about you and I do want to help you, but Damon is fucking Damon and he's being yeah. angsty. And so in in an attempt to be as petty as fuck, he goes and baits himself, does a false truce by tearing some flag stuff up uh, while he's walking up the beach, posts up with his sword out and lures all the crab beaters men out. Mm-hmm. 
and instead of just accepting his brother's help that's on its way he'll be there soon he decides to take on the army single-handedly yeah why not and so he jabs his dagger into the guy that takes his sword and snatches dark sister back up and just makes a break for it yeah it's a really cool sequence of damon running and fighting and staggering and tripping and hiding and ducking and dodging arrows and Eventually, they all do emerge, which is great because we got Crab Peter just kind of standing there, all gross. One, looking for the dragon, and two, directing the troops just so, with yeah, head the, nods. I think that was such a great decision to whoever, whether it was the actor, the directors, whoever decided to have him moving the way he did and directing his troops with those twitches of his head and shit, it just made him. For a character that didn't say a single word, yeah, he's gross. This he's gross, cool. imposing. I Mini boss, yeah, you know? <laughs> right, and yeah, Damon notices because eventually, of course, the cavalry doesn't arrive. The dragon comes and fucks up. Gray smoke comes fucking. Sea smoke. Did I say? It's gray, gray, gray smoke. smoke. Sea smoke. Sea smoke. Fucking whatever. <laughs> and he's got a little badass beard. Lainor's having comes the time in. of his life on the dragon, yeah. and it's fucking great. And then right, Corlys is down there, absolutely fucking shit, dude. Up. And that's. I know that there is a. A, a big axe, uh, Valyrian steel axe in the world. Yep. I It doesn't belong to House Valerian in the books, but I wonder Should. if maybe he didn't acquire it because I love him running around with that long. I, I think it's kind of a halberd because it's that long right, fucking yeah. axe on a stick, but it, he looks like a badass. Yeah, he's dude. fucking shit up. Toussaint is killing it. And Damon chases after Crab Feeder into a cave. The battle continues and goes well, and then eventually we get the shot of Damon dragging Crab Feeder's half-torso out and sort of laying it there as Corlys and the rest of the men take notice of him, and Damon is an angsty, bloody mess. And that's the end of the episode, which is just a great shot to end <sighs> on, as Damon is clearly... Dragging this corpse across And, the like, clearly and, fucked up. It was a hard one fight. And, yeah. yeah. So it was... I, I liked it. Like, I, I'm okay with not seeing the fight between him and Crab Feeder. I think it was a good way to I just... think that... What he did on the beach to get to Crab Feeder right, was, was enough. The, yeah, that's where we see him proving himself. We'll get plenty more worth. fights in right, this series. Right, exactly. So I'm not too stressed about it. it. But it was a good episode. It was a great episode. So, any final thoughts before we go jump into our small council? Damon is fantastically petty, and I'm here for it. Yeah. All right. So then we'll we'll see you over there for some inductees. following is a paid sponsorship. Support for Brotherhood Without Manners is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code NOMANNERS at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man is it a game changer. Inside the package you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I just got my package, and let me tell you, it is all amazing stuff. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer of the future. It cuts 
but only hair. It doesn't have any issues with making me worry that I'm going to have to put some band-aids all down on my balls. So let me tell you, it's worth it. Give it a try. Head over to manscaped.com and use code NOMANNERS for 20% off your purchase. Small council. You are being counseled at this very moment. Cool. Not by you. You don't give any kind of counseling. It's not good for you, man. Do you have an inductee? For this one? Second of his name. Yeah, Viserys. Viserys. And, and more so Patty. Constant, Constantine? 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 Something Constantine. like that. Constantine? But Patty is fucking killing it. And Viserys is just one of the, I think, best portrayed game of thrones characters probably in both series yet so far and like i'm hoping that continues till his end he's just a doofus but like he's a doofus he's but he's a good guy at or he's trying to be he's trying to be to an extent and it's it's real fun to watch so yeah i'm for king viserys this time nice i think i mean it's it's a toss-up i got a few different ones that i wanted to go with uh i'm gonna go with Rhaenyra for this one because of the boar kill scene which I really boar liked kill. You, as soon as she like flipped up onto it and started stabbing it in her face like the emotions that started coming out you can see her almost crying with rage while she's like this fucking boar tried to kill me my fucking dad tried to marry me off Crispin Cole's over there getting yeeted and he didn't even fucking help till the end when I could already lost right, an eye put my fucking eye out and yeah. so for that moment alone on top of her her walk through the camp after plus her, she looks like, sick with blood in her dude, hair dude and then she, I mentioned it during the episode. She had a badass, like, leather tunic, tunic on. Yeah, that the armor. Super the, cool. The knight, and the, the, the King's Guards and armor her. Yeah, cool. her and Kristen Cole looked great in their outfits. Rhaenyra just had so many fun one liners in this, and her scene in the Godswood yeah, with she's the Bard. Just being the angsty the casting, teenager. Man. And rightfully so. Like, she's. She's got some shit going on, right. but it's fun to see the realm's delight as the realm's that was teenage one of, her, one of her best lines was to Kristen Cole when he said, you know, lots of people would give lots of things to be in your position. And she said, that's because they've never been in my position. And it was just one of her uh, Millie Alcox. Millie Alcox. Best delivered lines, I thought. And most <laughs> accurate. Just, well, know? right. Like, just because of how what she conveyed in just that one line yeah. of, like... I, I have no power. And then Kristen Cole does actually give kind of a good clap back where he says, you know, you once had the power to write my name into the white book. And so that's not nothing. Again, it's awesome. A, Another good line. Yeah. Which it's it's fun to see these moments that were hinted at by Mushroom and by the Meisters and in, in the book, but we didn't actually get to see where they were friends before Kristen Cole goes and stabs everybody in the fucking back, literally. Including Beesbury, dude. <laughs> Yeah, some throats are going to get cut, and I'm here for it. Yeah, so that's my inductee. That's Zach's inductee. If you would like to send us your inductee, and we can read that on air for you, you can send us an email at withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on the Twitter. I'm there, at mannerswithout. Zach is on the Twitter, at carstark92. We have a Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhoodpodcast, and our Patreon 
Do you know what the Patreon is, dude? Mm-mm. No, I have it written down right here. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash without manners, mm-hmm. where you can get our sample chapter rereads. We're going to be doing some other coverage up there. Some topography, not actual topography, topical statements about what we're doing. We're probably going to be talking about our current books that we're reading outside of the A Song of Ice and Fire world, things like that. So if you'd like to join us over there, we always appreciate the help and support. What else we got in there? Anything else? The If you want to go to Ice and Fire Con, right, you, you can, can do that. Go to We have a code that we will get $5 off. Of your tickets, yeah. Of your tickets. So go to iceandfirecom.com slash store. Hit register now and enter the code no manners for $5 off your tickets. And unfortunately, we're not able to go, but we want to help you go. So do that because it'll be a great time this year. Do it. Next episode, we will be talking about... Do we know the title? What is the title of the next episode? Oh, I just saw it. Uh, King of the Narrow Sea. Oh, And so right. it's going to be Damon coming back. Rogue Prince. And he's got King his nice little, yes. little crown, his little Stupid fucking little crown. crown. Love it. So send us some inductees for that. We'll yeah, read them out. And we're getting the book stuff lined up for the Red Wedding. Yeah, so yeah. if you've been waiting for those, we appreciate your patience. Yeah, we're like trying we to hold off on hurting ourselves. So, like, I, you know, bear with us here. But yeah. not really. Uh, blocking and timing because we're busy guys. Nate's got kids and stuff. Yeah. And a cat that won't leave us the fuck alone. Balami's all right. So I think that covers it for second of his name. We'll catch you on the next one. Valada Harris. Peace.